Ah, what is this? Of course, it's the pre-podcast introduction statement, words of things, a statement of what is happening. This is episode six with uh, Dan Tripp from Field Trip. He uh, came over on a Sunday afternoon in this heat. The heat was intense. And uh, later that night, I went to go see Blake Mills and Blake Mills' band. And it was amazing. Um, It was the kind of depressing, overwhelming feeling where you feel worthless, but then you think of Blake Mills' If I'm Unworthy song, which doesn't really relate, but it sort of feels like it relates a little bit, because, I don't know, Blake Mills holds power over all of us. He feels like he's unworthy of the power that he holds over all of us. So, we could all listen to Blake Mills, but, um, yeah, I've got a, I'm doing, like, a whole bunch of podcasts this week. Um, in fact, I did one just now with Justin Moody, and I got one with Dylan Pratt, and I got a lot coming up. So this is Dan Tripp. Check out Field Trip, episode six. <laughs> Cave Lab. Cave Lab. Cave Lab. Cave Lab. Cave Lab. All right, that is intro music for Cave Lab, a podcast about songwriting and other stuff. Uh, today, I'm Josh Hill uh, from The Hill Mind, and today I have Dan Tripp with me. Is that correct? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. who you are. Yeah. That is your correct. And your, uh, your Field Trip is your primary songwriting project? Yep. Yep. So tell me a little bit about Field Trip. Um, well, Field Trip is uh, it's what I've been calling my project mm-hmm. for like, I guess since 2007, maybe. Okay. Maybe late 2006. 2007, probably. 2007, 6-ish. Yeah. And um, it's seen a lot of... Uh, a lot of members sure. come and go. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, we've got, you know, some recordings and, and we're still gigging. We, we haven't given up. I yeah. Think. So you've released like an album and three EPs, yeah. right? Something like that. Yeah. And so, uh, so it's your, so when did you start songwriting? Uh, I think I really started songwriting like when I was a little kid. Like, okay poems and just little songs I'd make up and stuff at home I think like the first song I really remember like kind of being in like this you know alternative style or something when I was like maybe 12 or 13 okay yeah and what what so what instrument did you were you playing instruments when you're writing songs uh, uh yeah I, I started off with a little keyboard okay that my mom had bought me and uh then I, I saved up well my dad had an old classical Sears guitar that like I was he made me learn three songs on it and then they agreed to pay half of my first acoustic guitar okay so I paid the other half and yeah I started writing on that okay and really more just playing guitar like more Play, okay I, I would just listen to CDs or radio or whatever and try to learn that way and you know I had a little book of chords and stuff 
Okay, and did you take lessons at all, or no, no? No, I took I, I took two or three lessons a, a few years after I took. I mean, I'd already been playing guitar, and like, it was it was really a funny kind of situation. Like, my mom knew someone who knew someone that was like old downtown Gastonia. Uh, it's called Tillman's Music. And, and where? Guy, sorry, where is Gastonia? Gastonia, North Carolina. Okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, okay. near Charlotte. Okay. And anyway, this is like an old pothead dude. <laughs> and yeah. Like, I'd be like, I want to learn some Nirvana, and then he'd like show me uh, like Green Day or something. It's like I didn't even ask to learn this, <laughs> and he would just be like A A A B B A A, and he's like didn't really teach me any guitar. Right. And then he would just kind of jam out, then go like smoke a joint. Sometimes we just walk out. <laughs> like my mom would come in, she's like, "Where is he going?" It's like, "Is your lesson over?" And I was like, "I guess so." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he, I mean, you know, I guess I got to give all myself the credit for, okay. for putting in the time. I don't think it was uh, Don Tillman okay. who did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you so uh, you said you were writing poems and stuff when you were a little kid. Yeah. And then did that, when was like, so you started when you are how, how old were you about? I remember writing a, a poem about riding a pony and... You know, I know it had the rhyme poet and didn't know it make a rhyme on a dime because I think I'd heard my mom say that. And I just remember, like, writing this poem and showing it to my mom, you know, at a real early age, probably six years old. Okay. But, I mean, like, yeah, writing, I don't think I'd I'd try to really be, you know, consciously creative until I was, like, 12 or 13. That's still pretty early, though. And then, so then what happened then? Um... What do you mean? Like, well, I mean, just like what were you writing? I guess I was you know? writing. Uh, I was really into, you know, that alternative wave that was happening right now. Okay. Because about about that time, like that was when Pearl Jam and sure. and Nirvana and stuff were just breaking on the scene. I was really into Red Hot Chili Peppers, but and Smashing Pumpkins, you know. But I think I was writing like some kind of alternative stuff. I wanted to at least, right? Kind of maybe a little bit punk influenced sometimes. I liked Green Day when they came along and stuff. I had a band called Goat Milk. Goat Milk. Okay. Yeah. We played a couple uh, church talent shows. Okay. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool. So you yeah. were when you were a teenager, you you had a band that you were yeah yeah uh, yeah, and you were writing music. I was Thirteen or fourteen. Then. Okay, yeah. and you were write the songwriter then as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I, Ian, my buddy, he wrote a couple songs. Okay, with Goat Milk too. Cool, yeah. cool. So then, how did we you collaborated? Yeah. yeah, how did you make it over to the the desert heat of Arizona? Oh, so um, I was going to school in in Boone, North Carolina, at okay. Appalachian State. I think my cousin actually went there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's beautiful, beautiful. The other ASU. Country. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I was dating a girl who was coming out to the Arizona School of Health Sciences for audiology. Okay. Uh, to be in you know uh, grad school so I followed her out here and moved to Mesa and like I had a little four track and mm-hmm. I would I would record out there and stuff and then after we broke up I kind of went out more and met people and that's when I started field trip so like it's like two years after I moved here okay yeah okay so that was you said 2006 or seven I moved here in 05 and yeah so it's okay so it's been about 10 years yeah ago. yeah okay yeah very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So then, did uh, in that whole time from you were a teenager until you moved out here, you were also writing for different things? Or? Yeah. In college, uh, you know, I just jam with people in uh, the dorms, you know, freshman year, and then just like real informally at people's houses. Always, always playing music and like the guy with the guitar around the fire or whatever, you know. Yeah, you were. Yeah. But like, I, I wanted to be in a band, but I wasn't. And, like, I was sure. kind of envious of my peers that were like, you know, playing like the the bars and stuff in, in Boone. Or, okay. So I never got to do that. So I really, you know, have that experience until I came out here. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so, but you learn, did you learn, do you, do you learn a lot of songs or have you learned a lot of songs? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like a sponge for, okay. for songs. Like, cool. I just love memorizing songs and playing them and playing them for people and sure stuff. yeah cool so what's what has been like kind of your big songwriter oh okay like, so like as soon as i heard that stuff it's like i really related to that so i think oh, he was um, maybe a little bit later in my life early on you know like i said like, like nirvana and and pearl jam <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people yeah. don't like both of those but i've always I, yeah. you know i think it's easier to make fun of pearl jam but it is easier but they've got some good tunes yeah i mean like, come on and they're still doing it you know yeah um but I mean, right now I like Leonard Cohen and mm-hmm. and like uh, I like the Everly Brothers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but so like I always I'm always like kind of going back and listen to old stuff that I hadn't listened to in a really long time. And like I don't think I really felt the gravity of a lot of that, especially the Velvet Underground. Like when I was a teenager, I listened to them, but I don't think I quite understood it the, the was, or have the same relationship because now like I can listen to it and it just makes me feel like a certain way sure it's almost like this soma kind of like euphoric yeah it's like a transcendent but they can still rock and like you know and their their words are really kind of creative and I don't know there's something about them the way it makes me feel right now I really like it okay cool so then so are you how important is like a song like I feel like there's a lot of music where it's kind of it's like maybe more textures yeah or lyrics, but then there's a lot of music where it's just like very song based. For like sure, it's based off of yeah. like the standard structure of a song. So, yeah. is that? I mean, for some people, that's not important at all. Yeah. Or just. I think it's real important for me. Yeah. I'm. Not, I think you know. I probably. It seems like you, you know, really appreciate songwriting and stuff, and and I do. Um, I think a song is only as important like it as people can relate to or, or like their value on it because it seems like with songwriters it's like once you kind of write it and play it a bunch it loses value mm-hmm. and like it doesn't mean as much for you so it's like it becomes less valuable from the producer of it and like its value is quantified by you know how it makes people feel or how it you know helps people or influences people and that kind of thing yeah so you think that the are are you from the camp that like sort of once you've written something it sort of no longer belongs to you or no, I think it still belongs to me, maybe. Right. But maybe that's just me being possessive too. I don't know. But I mean, it's yeah. I wouldn't mind if I think it's good to give people credit and stuff. Like, uh, there's uh, songs that I've uh, found out that like, you know, people have popularized, but they didn't write, and I kind of felt like cheated a little bit, like or like the person that wrote it got cheated a little bit, you know. But then like you know like I don't necessarily agree, but like. Jimi Hendrix's version of All Along the Watchtower sure. or Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah like mm-hmm. maybe it's you know it's, it's a credit to those artists because they picked the right song and then did something really cool with it you know yeah I think that's really so, that's that's why I really like yeah. when people come here to do a cover is actually right. that very reason just because it's I yeah. like to hear that yeah. take on things but I mean I don't think uh, sometimes I really like just instrumental music and I don't think it has to be like this all oh, if you don't have great lyrics and it doesn't mean this or whatever like it's not good or whatever I don't I don't believe that and I like making instrumental music or like all kinds of music whatever I can yeah I wish sure I could do more the like classical and jazz stuff but I think it takes more practice but sometimes I make like techno sounding music and kind of electronic stuff you know so have you recorded all of your your albums yeah or? okay so you did them all yourself or? yeah okay at home 
So then, but then, so when you when you go back and play them in the band, or you're on guitar, or mm -hmm. okay, yeah. so then you're you're kind of creating a guitar part. Yeah, based off of and then it turns out totally different when we do it with a band because we don't have a key player and okay, so the songs just sound different. But usually we make it work. I think. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what's uh, what's the first song you're gonna play? Um, is it the old song or yeah, sure, yeah. old song's good. Um, I was gonna do a old ish or whatever. What'd yeah. you say? What'd you say? What it's like? I think I wrote it in '07, but I haven't put it on a a record yet. But it's probably gonna be on the next one. Okay, it's funny. So it'll be kind of be a new song, but it's 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 old to me. Okay, yeah. cool. So what it says? What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> What you say You fuck up so many things You fuck up everything Moment pass I don't warm up too fast I wouldn't raise my glass just yet Jewelry case I want inside your place I want to touch your face but don't you touch I couldn't give enough I take away too much Upside down in between your legs Papa said My face is turning red I need to go to bed Plastic ghost Well I love that ghost the most But I wouldn't get too close Spend more time at home and keep it clean. There's something in between. You can't see what I mean, so make me laugh. Play me your phonograph. Give me your autograph and feel my sting. Cause I'm taking everything. Won't leave you anything but what you say. You fuck up so many things. You fuck up everything. Mm -hmm. 
Um, All right. Well, very cool. Um, do you do a lot of improvising when you're writing, or? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. that's how I write most of my songs. It's just kind of um, uh, stream of conscious, like yeah, come as it goes. Or at least I think the best stuff, the stuff I have to like deliberate over, usually doesn't turn out as well. Okay, I, I find. And so, is is lyrically is it is most of it's pretty stream of consciousness, or are you do you go? Yeah, maybe trying to capture a feel or a mood. Usually, sometimes I have something to write about. Okay. Sometimes I like I didn't know, and I start going. I'm like, yeah, there it is. <laughs> like uh, I don't know if you've heard the uh, song John Wayne. Like yeah, even the vocals on that, the whole the whole song is uh, improv. Like I, I took the first take. I was like, oh yeah, he there, Gypsy Mama. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. Like yep, yeah, okay, that's it. I don't think I'm gonna do any better than that. I mean, usually I don't write like that, but like that's. Right. That's one song where, like, because I actually uh, I heard, like, my roommate going, hey, hey, country mom or something. I don't know. Yeah. I was and I was writing a song. This I was trying to write a song to fit in this documentary about Iraq that a buddy of mine, Mike Orlicky, is working on. And it had to fill the space, I think, of a Foo Fighters song or something. And, okay. like, I was just totally out of my element trying to write. And it turned out good. So I think, I don't know, I guess I just... Uh, I'm saying like when I have to when I sit down and like this is what I want to do write with purpose like it never turns out yeah. good it's like everything's spontaneous but I mean I feel like that's how life is and I really dig that part of life like the yeah. chances you know so what's your what's your sort of um, uh, like when you say sit down mm-hmm. what is that like for you I mean is it is it like a conscious like oh I I like do you budget out time or is it just like you're like oh I gotta go I feel creative right now mm, yeah probably more like that sometimes uh, I have like the intentions like yeah today I'm gonna just go home and work on music and I'm like this is what I feel like I, I need to do but sometimes I'm battling myself like should I watch another episode it's always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> or should I do some music you know yeah. No, I, I it's just, yeah, I understand. I understand. There's a lot of distractions. And I'm also I'm pretty active with uh, Snake Snake Stakes playing guitar with them. Okay. And so I've got practice twice a week with them, and then several shows a month, at least two or three shows a month usually. Right. So and then field trip practice, and like I'm trying to get a new bass player now. So right. Yeah, I think probably what I do is uh, end up just writing, but it's like I don't think I'll ever have time to catch up and like teach my song, my <laughs> the band all the songs because we don't get that much practice in. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that I, that's kind of where I'm at, you know. Like, so are you are you a pretty quick writer? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some some songs like I think uh, it's almost there, and then I might finish it six months later. Maybe that that's probably like the exception I don't do that a whole lot but usually when the song's there like yeah it's it's pretty quick and then when I bring it to the band it becomes something else I think because even yeah. I don't know if you've heard us live but like the stuff that we're, is from the EPs that we play live is like it's probably better because it's got that energy but it's like mm-hmm. they're just we put the structures a little different and right so and so do you when you're because um, I feel like one of the big uh, I do a lot of, of improvising as well when I'm writing, but mm-hmm. I always kind of find that the biggest problem with that is sort of like the form isn't there yeah, or something. So I typically will go back and like sort of like carve, chip out the yeah. form or something. Is yeah. that kind of how it works for you? Um, well, as far as improv goes, I do a lot of it instrumentally too. Okay. And I feel like if I have the beat going, like 
sometimes I trust myself just to like, okay, I know where this this chord change is going, and like I know when it needs to kind of come back here. I think that also allows me to like maybe repeat things in the song, but repeat them in a little bit different way. Sure. Which I think makes the song a little bit better when it's just. just yeah, like, I noticed that your bam, chorus, bam, you your know, choruses like, are kind of changed. Yeah, and that's I'm, I'm like that too. So. And I like, I, I think I used to write songs like. A A you know B B like stanzas and like more rigid I guess mm-hmm. and like I think writing like that helps me like to have more of a flow with it, it doesn't always turn out well but I like I just like uh, I don't know I'm saying like too much <laughs> don't worry I, <laughs> I I I spend a lot of time editing these yeah. and so I'm aware I'm very aware of my my what i say a yeah. lot so just following the chord progression <laughs> yeah. while, while it's going i think you know and sometimes it, yeah it gives me like a feeling of excitement it's like oh okay now i get to do this and then writing lyrics to that is like more fun too because you get to change up like your it keeps you working on the melody so you're not just repeating the same thing over and over too okay so um, you usually have your you usually have your um musical structure down and then you sort of lay your yeah i think it's like typical uh, yeah it's yeah, always different it's I'm always sure, different um yeah so but probably uh at least the songs on the eps maybe not it's hard to say but that is something i do a lot sometimes i'll just sit down and, and just find a beat that i like and then like find a change in the beat that i like and then try to write something of that so i really just try to grab something and do something with it i guess maybe okay uh, so but it's sort of reacting to yeah. something that you've already done yeah yeah and sort of figuring that out yeah so then what's the what's so you said you're working on a new album mm-hmm. and how's what's that it's I'm, <laughs> what's that it's like such a <laughs> well, like what is that huh <laughs> i'm trying to uh my hope is to you know make that that super album that every band wants to do i guess you know i want to make a a full length really polished yeah like professional quality album and i've got the songs and like you know it's 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 just money <laughs> yeah sure sure so you know i want to i want to find like a producer that is actually like that's what he does and pay right. him the money that you know that for for what he does and said it because i've just diy everything for so long i love it you know and i'll keep writing that way but i would like to hear like one of my songs like through a, you know a real studio oh sure yeah it's a it real makes... producer working on it and everything you know right yeah yeah there's a i know that i mean i've the only recordings i've done have been well i did a lot of sort of low budgety things and i never liked them and then i did our last album was a was a studio one and it was just like it's great. You yeah, know, well, just, that's you know. great. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was working a lot. Now I, yeah. I'm self-employed, so I can't be doing that anymore. Yeah, but. I mean, there's ways to do it, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you just got to keep working at it and believe in it, and you can do like crowdfunding and yeah, work second jobs and stuff like that too. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. But, so I mean, that's what I want to do. I think maybe I'm hoping to at least release like a single from that and uh, mm-hmm. a video by the end of the year. Okay. And then I want to release the the album next year. Hopefully by the summer next year it'll be out. Okay. Yeah. So have you have you started recording it? I've done pre-recording like I've got all the songs recorded two or three times over and oh, okay. and like but I don't know. So I mean more than likely I'll probably go to Flying Blanket because that's mm-hmm. like pretty much the only thing available here for like what I'm looking for right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. 
and it's probably not as expensive as like going to LA and no it's, and it's, listing it's, whoever. I think you know. both of the the sort of analog the five thirteen five thirteen too. And yeah, and I need to or, you know what's what's her name? Catherine. Catherine, yeah. I need yeah. to maybe hear more of what she's done too. Yeah, sure. But no, I think that what's great about the studios in Phoenix, those two in mm-hmm. particular, is I mean they're expensive, but in LA you're going to be paying the engineer yeah. fee as well yeah. on top of what their day rate. And yeah. it's so it'd be like double what it, it is in Phoenix. And I recorded so. with Decker down in Wave Lab in uh, yeah, Tucson, yeah. and that's a nice studio. Oh too. sure, yeah, Wave Lab's great. It's really similar. It's like yeah. a similar price point though. You yeah, know, where it's, yeah, it's expensive. And yeah, if you want to do it right, then it takes forever. I was right. talking to, I forget who it was. Somebody took it was like two weeks to do five songs in a studio, and it's like, well, it's yeah. crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, like maybe you could go in there and nail it live. I yeah. think a lot of bands could. That's, that's how we recorded you know, last... But it's yeah. going to be a lot of mixing, probably, and I don't know. I don't know how quick it would go. Yeah, it just depends, and it depends how good your musicians are and all that stuff. You get stuff, the Misfits you know? in there. Like, <laughs> right. 1976 Misfits or whatever. Yeah, it's, but I think... Yeah, it's if you have... If there's a tightness there, you don't have to do much mixing, you know, if it just sort of yeah. comes together. yeah. That'd be fun to do, you know, an album that way. I think that's probably not what I want to do. I want like a really, you know, highly produced album. I think not that that makes yeah. it better. No, it's just a uh, different style. But I just style, think right? I want to. I want to try that. You know, yeah. I want to make. I want to make my dark side of the moon. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. It's you wanna, especially if you have. Uh, I don't know if you feel like you're like it seems like you have a lot of songs to choose from, and so yeah. if you sort of like push together what you think is like a cohesive mm-hmm. whole amount of songs and it makes sense to like really take time and yeah and do it that way and like i mean i think about i think uh, m- musicians should think about license licensability or whatever mm-hmm. you know like why not <laughs> you know right like, uh, no i'd rather just uh have my friends listen to my music no like i want my music to be heard as by as many people as possible of course of do. course yeah I'm, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna sell my soul for it, but like this is what I this is what I want to devote my life to. So sure, a lot of it seems like a lot of kids are like, or I, I say kids, a lot of people are like, oh, you don't need to. This is the whole attitude like you don't need to do this. It's not pure or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I don't get that either. I, I yeah. freaking I freaking love the Beatles, you know. Of course, yeah. <laughs> the way their stuff is produced, like thank it's, you for doing that. It's you know? beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's helped so many their, people. Their production is amazing. Yeah. it's still amazing. You know, right. it's it's crazy that they were able to do what they did. Yeah, they had a lot of time and a lot of smart people. Yeah, and a lot of really great, you know, compressors and things. People that, willing yeah. and able to take chances and stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the? So do you have a cover that you would want to do right now? Um, I was thinking I'd do a Woody Guthrie song. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Do re me. Awesome. Yeah. yeah like, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So why? What's uh? Do you like Woody Guthrie a lot? Or I love Woody Guthrie. Yeah, very much. Okay. Um, I just think he's just a honest hobo, uh, good-hearted singing man. I don't know. He's probably kind of a a loser, and I don't think he's very good to his family actually, but. I really dig his music. <laughs> uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people in this world where they were like, they seem like great people, but weren't that great to their yeah. family. Yeah, he is crazy. Unfortunately. But I don't know. I think he, <laughs> he did a lot of positive things too, though. Okay, now I got to get that three chords in the right order there. Good? Okay. Yeah, okay.
Lots of folks back east to say is leaving home most every day, leaving the old hot dusty way for the California line. Across the desert sands they roll, getting out of that old dust bowl. Think they're going to a sugar bowl, but here's what they find. Now the police at the port of entry say, you're number 14,000 for the day. Oh, if you ain't got that do me folks, you ain't got that do me Why, you better go back to beautiful Texas. Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee. California is a garden of Eden. A paradise to live in or see. But believe it or not, you won't find it so hot if you ain't got the do-re-mi. If you want to buy a home or farm, that can't deal nobody harm. Or take your vacation by the mountains or sea. Don't trade your old cow for a car, you better stay right where you are. You better take this little tip from me. Cause I've been looking through the wall ads every day. But the headlines on the pages always say, Oh, if you ain't got that do re me, boys, you ain't got that do re me. Why, you better go back to beautiful Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee. California is a garden of Eden. A paradise to live in or see But believe it or not You won't find it so hot If you ain't got the do-re-mi <laughs> Well, it's kind of been to be like, yeah A don't care kind of song, you know yeah, yeah. I think there's there's not enough like. I feel like there's just this very carefree like, just doesn't really matter what's going on. There's like like a lot of humor, but it's yeah. kind of really dark humor. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. I really relate to that stuff. That's what I like about him. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's like it's just, it's like carefree, but it's not like it's like it's really depressing. Yeah. Like, about yeah how hard life is. And yeah, he sings about like people being hanged and shot and stuff like that yeah, it's <laughs> really interesting it's matter, really yeah. interesting how that i i think that there was a there was like a real need to, to really connect people with music like because mm-hmm. it's like everybody was they like sort of needed that to like help them yeah like because they're working in the coal mine all day or whatever it is you know like life is a lot more difficult and now that life's pretty easy for most people in america i mean like a lot of it's pretty easy to you know, you have to work and stuff. And, yeah. You know, but it's not, you're not working in a coal mine usually, It's a, right? it's a dull pain that we all have to, Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like we work way more than other cultures and like we're all worried about all the stuff and like, you know, like the whole social media thing and it seems like everybody's like really judgy, just generally speaking, like yeah. we're all afraid of each other. Right. You know, so I mean, that's a big sadness that we're all kind of dealing with. Like we really turn away a lot of, I mean, I kind of sound like a hippie, but we turn away a lot of beautiful things in life and like just like you're kind of victims of fear and stuff sometimes you know so i think i try to sing about that kind of stuff too a little bit 
you know, or I try to, maybe, like, that's why I like Woody so much. I want to, like, appeal to or relate with people, you know? Like, because we, we all have a lot of stuff that... Yeah. Especially love, and, you know, that's such an easy thing to write about. Everybody... <laughs> I, matter, I have a hard know? time with it, but yeah, yeah I, I hear that it's an easy yeah. thing to. to yeah, I think about. <laughs> yeah, it's probably most of my songs are one way or another. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I I don't know why it's so hard. Like I I just like I I've written about like parental love. Yeah. But like, and I've written maybe like one song about like like a love between me yeah. and me, and or, like a relationship, but. That yeah. was really hard for me. Problems anyway. in relationships is usually what I'm saying. Right. Not like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're so pretty. Right, I love yeah, sure. you so much. Not yeah. usually. Every once in a while, I'll try to like write a, a like a, a sweet song, maybe you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you have? Um, are you able to write sort of utilitarian songs that are just like? I think so. Okay. I like to. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I need a song that's like, jovial. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I got to try to do that with the. Um, soundtrack that I was mentioning okay. earlier and uh, it's called the Airborne Patrols and so it's got Michael Orlick he actually sent cameras over to Iraq and like the soldiers were just like mm-hmm. carrying them around and it's uh, they were like kind of behind the they weren't in the shit really yeah. you know? <laughs> they were kind of behind like in the friendly zone there's still like mortars being fired at them at certain points in the, anyway but so he had the soundtrack done but it was all uh, you know, licensed music, and mm-hmm. he couldn't get rights to it, like right. or paid the thousands of dollars that they wanted. So, he just enlisted the help of a couple local mm-hmm. musicians. I got like eight songs on it, but okay. like the, I was trying to do like that's an example of like the utilitarian stuff because I was like kind of taking uh, like a what there's a Red Hot Chili Pepper song and like sure, a, yeah. a few others that and like I have to like write to like fit this. Is yeah, that your sort of first collaboration with? film or I think so yeah yeah have you done any other um well uh one of our songs got well it was after the fact but uh wife and kids from super eco friendly uh, got picked up by like a indie movie in new york okay. called palace living so that was kind of cool to like see my song like in that's, a movie. Yeah, yeah that's that's really cool yeah have you done any other like work with any other artists outside of music or like like uh dancers poets theaters um, anything like that or I think I have. <laughs> I've always, you know, I've done like, uh, I know we've had shows where we've had people like, you know, playing with fire and doing live yeah. art and like a comedy. Eli Kluger, okay. he's a, a local guy. He's done some comedy at a few of our shows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I got, I don't know if, uh, I'll just admit the Woody Guthrie, I did like a Woody Guthrie tribute album with like oh. a bunch of uh, okay. local musicians, like, I think 12 of them or what and we, we did like 17 songs oh cool so very yeah. cool so what have you what have you learned like like if you look back at your old songs mm-hmm. as have you as you as you feel like you've i mean in what ways have you grown mm. if if at all i don't know or if are you like i don't know i think i just uh i see a lot more than i used to like in music and i think i was just kind of like you know maybe going into a cave with a flashlight and now, like, maybe, like, the sun's coming up and, like, I can see more in it or something. Is that a good metaphor? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think it just was, was what I was doing. And sometimes, like, I'm afraid, oh, I'm going to, like, miss, I'm going to lose this beginning innocence or this something by, like, overanalyzing everything. And, like, I'm going to spoil, mm-hmm. like, some kind of, I'm going to spoil the value of it 
by thinking about it too much or thinking about music too much and I don't want to do that like I don't I can't hang hang around too many people that are like too like gearhead or techie kind of like theoret- the theoretical stuff yeah, or, yeah. And like running sound like yeah like I mean yeah turn it up that's cool turn the low down like that's all I want to do like <laughs> don't show me all these you know patches and everything's digital now like anyway that kind of spoils it for me like thinking about like that technical part of it a little bit too much are you so you you don't you kind of just like to make your music and not think about it too much try to yeah okay yeah just like what's done i'm not gonna think about it try to but i still do okay you still just like i'm still re-recording songs that i wrote six years ago or whatever like or more than that you know so when you like when you like have a song that's like that you you think is good or uh-huh. like you're like this is good enough to record yeah do you change the arrangement a lot or i don't think i do enough actually interesting okay <laughs> yeah. it seems like i don't because a lot of times i'll be like yeah maybe i could just or like uh, i talk to john messenger a lot about songs and like john just has a real good intuition about like i think who's john messenger I don't from snake 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 okay yeah okay. and i think he just has a lot of intuition about song structure and flow and everything mm-hmm. and like sometimes i'll make a suggestion like you know what john this makes a lot of sense yeah you know and so that, that i hate moments like that because like no i want it to be done i don't want to have to keep okay doing this, okay know? but i will if uh, i think it's worth it right yeah. okay well i guess and also what i was wondering is like so i mean you were saying that you record it like multiple times yeah so are you are you trying it with like different instruments or trying it with different tempos and yeah and structures and way i'm singing the you know the vocals and yeah but like uh, there's a few songs in particular i just never never satisfied with the recording it's just like they're dead sounding like compared to how when we play them live and i it's think just like, i think that just happens yeah i i don't maybe there's a way to do it but yeah. i've had there's maybe about three songs that i've felt similar about where yeah you know they've been around forever like you know they're yeah. they're good songs i guess yeah. but they just for whatever reason whenever they're recorded it's just like yeah ah. and mo- most of the, yeah. those songs i've like kind of you know brushed aside but there's two or three um that we still always play live like at a show is kind of like one of our staples and i still love it like i'm still excited about playing it so i think those are there's two or three that i'm gonna put on this album but you know whatever i think a lot of a lot of bands are, are putting old songs that are kind of redone on albums you know sure yeah and i think i think also like even if even if you're not crazy about the way, like the way that's recorded, I think yeah. that's okay. Like, cause yeah. it's like, it's probably recorded well and people might like it, you yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. I think sometimes I like, I, I would like a board recording from the show and like, you know, a room mic and like, Oh, I'm happy with that. It's, yeah. Cause I've had a, a few you know recordings there. I'd almost just be happy with putting that on that sure. one, but then it wouldn't go. It's like, well, it went really, live track yeah. on this album. This yeah. Sense. It doesn't really fit. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I'm I'm just gonna keep trying, and I think uh, I think this album will be good. I'm excited about it. It'll it'll probably change three or four times before. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to be patient with yeah. like with your records and uh, not worry not worry about it too much too because yeah. probably like like even it, you're gonna do the best that you can at the time, but like you, that's that's all that you can do right that point. Right. And in in five years, you probably are gonna think you're doing better. And like you know, so right. just it's okay. Just keep working and 
release stuff and just yeah you know do the best you can yeah. at the time and I, I i just i there's a lot of bands that were really like especially local bands who are really great and then they take forever to record albums and it's like you know why are you spending three years on this yeah. album yeah just like get get something done and move on right. and do better next time right. i think i don't know but i'm i could be wrong i'm yeah. probably wrong <laughs> well, no well i think yeah. you have to keep keep making i think at a certain point like you have to see like what is your goal and then and hit it but like three years on an album is i think ridiculous i mean it happens all the time yeah. but it is you know anyway so what's you have a newish song or yeah i can play one yeah for sure. all right yeah. cool so what are you gonna play for mm. me slash us us being the the internet <laughs> I'll, I'll play one off of off uh the second ep of last year the woeful commentary so which song are you gonna play shotgun in a hole I just want to say this song is inspired by Elmer Fudd. Well, I get so damn worked up without you. Every song is all about you. And if you never left, I'd still be saying the same thing. As eleven years ago, it's also calculated Had a call but you never made it home What to expect when I get home I don't believe in anything 
my grandma made this crochet chair. Oh. So it's like, it's it's fairly well, well constructed. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of not. Uh, all right. So thanks for coming over. Thank you. Talking about songwriting. I hope it was. I don't know. It was fun. Enlightening in yeah, some way. Yeah, I don't so. think it was awkward. I don't think. We started off and just hit the ground. It was pretty good. I just, I think it's, uh, for whatever reason, it's like the conversing, Uh but not like real. Like you're conversing, but it feels like at first I like have this like mental thing that it's like, this is so phony because I'm like recording a conversation, which I'm then like putting out in the world. You you don't get to talk enough about you either, you know, like a normal conversation. Right. It wouldn't be so, uh, you know, unequal. Well, I've, I've found that uh, the less I talk about myself in these, the better, because I end yeah. up usually just editing out everything I say because yeah. it's just thrown off what, you know, what the guests have to say. So I just talk and talk. I probably won't even remember this conversation <laughs> tomorrow. And like, That's when so I hear good. it, I'll be like, did I That's say so that? I don't, I don't feel that way That's or so good. that. <laughs> but anyone that ever listens to this and, like, disagrees with anything I said, I Oh, I didn't mean it anyway. So. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So what do you have? So what's what's recent? Like anything coming up? Like um oh uh, Onus Records. Do you know who Onus? Uh, uh yeah. Serene Dominic. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Um, he's having a uh record release, and uh, we're we're gonna have nothing is as fun as it used to be. One of Field Trip songs uh, released on that. Oh, great. And. Several, I think like 13 other bands. Cool. And we're doing a show at Last Exit with uh, No Volcano and Banana Gun and Serene Dominic, Dominic and the Gym Seekers. Nice. Very so cool. I think that's the next thing that we have on the books for Field Trip. We're also, I think we're doing a show in October 17th at the Rebel Lounge, too. Okay. So Awesome. That's very, all we have. Yeah. Very cool. And then hopefully some recordings by the end yeah. of the year. So. Yeah. I'm, video is next thing for me. Video is next done. thing, yeah. yeah. Very cool. I live with two guys that make videos for a living now. So oh, awesome. I got I to gotta take advantage of that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it was really good to have yeah, you. Really you good to meet you. Me. and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, it'll be fun. So, yes. all right. So this is where Cave Lab is, is ceasing to exist. Episode six. Yeah, episode six. With Dan Trip. Nice. All right, episode field six? trip. Yeah. Episode six. All right, it is done. Return Boom. of the Jedi. Sweet. <laughs> you know what that guitar means, right? This is the outro. That was episode six of Cave Lab with Dan Trip. He's really got that that rusty rusty uh folk fella down a new age of woody guthrie types um yeah thank you so much for listening to cave lab um i've i've learned a lot about songwriting and i don't even know what to say anymore but i'm really excited about my guests coming up i'm really excited about what's going on in my life so we have Justin Moody next, Dylan Pratt. Um, I'm going to start hanging out at Flying Blanket, I think, a little bit to uh, learn stuff. Uh, I'm in playing with this guy, Jake, and the Heaviest Cat. Max is working on some new music. A lot of cool stuff going on. So anyway, that is going to be episode six for now. Hopefully Gustav will come out for Dylan Pratt. We'll see. He didn't come out for either uh, Dan Tripp or Justin Moody. But Gustav does what Gustav does.